Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Bite Podcast with Raven and Ree. I'm your host, Raven. I'm your host, Ree. And this is our Twilight pilot episode. Yay! <laughs> Dude, this is, is, this is honestly really surreal. That is, this is, like, even happening right now. It's, ha- it's happening, and we're doing it. <laughs> honestly, I want to say that it happened pretty quickly. It really did. I think you came to me with the idea about a month ago um, when I was on live on TikTok earlier. Like, um, we were, t- I was talking about it. I was like, yeah, we talked about this probably a month ago. And then two weeks ago, we had our first meeting. Yeah. And here we are. It, it, was, it was pretty quick. I, I think it's because after I got the interview with NBC, she had asked me, like, what's, like, what's next for you? And I was like, in my head, I was like, okay, well, I'm still going to teach. Like, I don't know if this is really going to lead to anything like where I'm like this world famous person, right? Like, I don't think that's going to happen. But I was like, I really do want to do something with, with this platform I've been given because I was like, I, I, not that I don't like just doing TikTok, but I was like, I feel like I need more. Like, I feel like I need to take this somewhere. So I, I guess that's where I kind of came to you and was like, hey, because I really liked how you would make your commentary, right? Like you would do your commentary on like books and all that. And I was like, I think that's what first like sparked my interest in in having you as a co-host. Oh my God, when I got the DM, I was low-key fangirling. Cause I mean, I was like, oh my God. Like when you first followed me and we became friends, I was fangirling. I was like, oh my God, Raven just followed me. And then, um. I got the DM from you and I was like, oh, she wants to make a podcast and have me as a co-host? Like, what? <laughs> like, oh my God. I was immediately like, that sounds so much fun. Like, oh. I was like, well, I feel like I just needed to talk about Twilight with people because no one here at my house, well, I guess my sisters like Twilight, but they don't like it as much as me. And my husband's like, already annoyed <laughs> and then like so I was like I need someone to talk about these twilight things with because there are so many things that I felt like I needed to like talk about and I just thought that this podcast would be a great idea and then we had our meeting and then everything just like fell through yeah it fell through and then we got our our uh podcast art which is so good Oh, good oh my god if y'all haven't checked out the instagram or the tiktok the twitter Head on over there. Okay, so I th- I guess we should talk about how this how each of us kind of came to become Twi Talkers. I guess is how we, what we're calling it. Um, so mine started back in well, I guess well, I'm a teacher, right? So all of my students were on TikTok, and I was so annoyed <laughs> because they would TikTok in class, they would TikTok during lunch, and all these things, and it was just like the most annoying thing ever. And then they convinced me to get TikTok. So I got TikTok, but for a while I was just on it for comedy. And then I never really saw any Twilight related stuff come up until Twain, I think his name is Twains. Twains, oh my God, yes. <laughs> he posted the, uh, the dance to Bella's Lullaby. And I was like, that is so funny, but I was like, I'm not gonna dance to that. I'm a teacher, that's, <laughs> that's a weird. So, um, so that's the first time I ever really saw Twilight. And then I think I had maybe saw one person post a deleted scene. And then I was watching, 
Twilight and I saw a deleted scene and I had never seen it before. And I thought I was having like a fever dream. I really did. I was like, I don't know what is happening right now because I've never seen this before. Then I posted that video and it took off. And then people were just requesting for me to put more. So I just put all of the deleted scenes on TikTok. And then I guess that kind of turned into me um, posting more like meme-like videos, kind of going with trends that I saw. Anytime a trend would pop up, I'd be like, how can I turn this into Twilight? That's yeah. that, that's a, that was like a really big thing for me too. Like turning trends I saw on TikTok into Twilight. And I remember like saving videos and screenshotting like, okay, I'm going to do this. And then then slowly that turned into me making more videos with my face in it because for a while I didn't put my face in it a lot it was just like twilight and I was like behind it right and then I got that interview and things kind of like took off from there I didn't even think that I would be I mean I remember posting like a video when that I posted that first deleted scene like thank you guys for 100 followers (laughs) posting that now because I was like so excited that I had a hundred followers and I was like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. And then like overnight, it was literally overnight that it kind of took off and I'm at like 21. Uh, you're at like 20. I think I saw you're almost at 22K. That's my, okay. My goal is 22K only because I think like I'm 22. I think having 22K followers would be like, like a perfect match. So my goal is 22. I think I'm at like 21 and a half or something like that. Yeah. Um, but that kind of has, well, not that it stopped for a while, but around the time of my birthday, I was shadow banned for a long time. Oh, yeah. TikTok, man, that algorithm, the shadow banning, it's really making it difficult now sometimes. It really is. And because, like, I was still getting, like, um, I guess, traffic to my, my page, but it was so slow. And, um, and, people were spam liking all of my stuff and i didn't even uh correlate the oh my gosh the spam like to the to the shadow ban i didn't even think about that until like later when i was like oh they think i'm hiring robot (laughs) (laughs) okay so i don't know you want to talk about a little about how you got started because i remember seeing your videos probably like in probably towards the middle of quarantine when I, I I think I maybe saw your video to my um my list rankings and that's when I kind of like we're like oh this girl seems super cool and that's when I followed you or something like that we had talked like replied back and forth to each other a couple times yeah so my my thing with TikTok was kind of like start out with you with how um my friends were on TikTok and I didn't, I had found, I knew about TikTok because I knew it used to be Musical.ly and I had deleted the app, you know, ages ago, right before Musical.ly had transitioned into TikTok. And um, I never had, I never felt like downloading it. I was like, why does this just seem like Vine 2.0? And then um, my friends were like, Rihanna, you have to um, get a, TikTok so I can send you these and because they were sending them through Snapchat and they're like just get one so we can just follow each other and I can send you it through DMs. I was like okay and so then I did it and then it was again like for comedy and started um, with the whole just swiping through the for you page. If I saw something funny I, I liked it or I'd send it to my friends and then um, 
the first video I posted was, it wasn't even really, you know, anything. It was during um, Hurricane Dorian, because I live in the South, and um, I had been evacuated from campus for the week because um, there was the possibility of Dorian coming straight on to where um, I go to school. And um, so I was home for the week, and then I posted like a video, and it kind of got like, I think, 70K views. And I had gotten fouled over or just uh, under 100 followers, and I was like, people followed me for this. And then um, I, I had no interest in making any more. And then um, I would make like a few like playful ones for like my friends. And then I would delete them later on. Cause I was like, no, this is, this is stupid. Like I didn't know. And then, um, and then um, at the beginning of the year, I was um, going through some stuff and then I was on TikTok like a lot for like, you know, trying to like get my mind off things, which really helped. And then my first, I think my For You page, I saw a video of, um, it was like a tick, it was a Twilight video, and I had not seen a Twilight video on TikTok yet. I was already in the Renaissance on Tumblr. I was, I had been running a blog on Tumblr since September of 2019, and so I was like on there for like the memes and the headcanons and the blurbs, and I hadn't seen anything on TikTok yet until... I think it was right before it was like March because I had it was right at the start prime of quarantine when um, I was going through midterms for spring semester and I posted this video because the popular trend at the time was what such and such thing says about you so like yeah. what thing says about you and that was a trend I was like okay maybe I hadn't seen anybody do one for like a Twilight one so I thought it just popped in my head out of the blue at like three in the morning, like what your favorite popular song from the Twilight Saga says about you. And I did the, I, I, it was playful. I, I didn't even think much of it. And then um, I posted it and within the first 10 minutes, I just, my notifications kept going off and I was getting like all these comments of people asking, what about Rosalind? What about Eyes on Fire? Shout out to at Matthew Clay, cause she commented on there. She was like, what about Eyes on Fire? That's my bad beat anthem. And um, I I was like, okay, I, I have to do another one. Like, and people were in my, the comments, like, can you please do this song? Like, this is so funny. I want to see what you think of this song. So it just took off from there because then I had people asking me to do um, this song and I think I had about eight parts to it doing just because I could only fit like through four or five songs in each part and I think the the Twilight Saga is like a huge the soundtrack specifically I think it's a lot of traffic for some reason because well not for some reason because it's like iconic you know yeah. so it's like everyone loves it yeah it, and some of the songs I hadn't listened to in a long time also. So I had to like go back and re-listen to like gather, okay, what can I say about this song that like, if this is their favorite song. And then I started making, um, then I started just making other ones with um, that same trend. I made like what your favorite female character from the Twilight Saga says about you. And then I did the males and um, I tried doing a couple of Harry Potter ones and a couple of my Harry Potter ones did, um, do good but I never like stuck with just doing Harry Potter mm -hmm. I just mainly did um I just mainly did um Twilight and then 
at the end of at the end of April was when Stephanie Meyer released the countdown. I was I had seen a picture on Instagram of someone saying, "What is this?" and I was like, "What the heck?" So I like screen recorded myself going on to this website and I see the countdown. I'm like, does anybody else know that this is happening? Nobody on Tumblr had talked about it. And then I didn't see anybody on TikTok say anything about it. So I made a video and I was like, okay, listen guys, breaking news. Stephanie Meyer has released this mysterious countdown on her website. It's counting down to four days. Video of yours too. I had the blonde at the time. So, um, and um, like sometimes I go back and I rewatch and I'm like, oh my God, me with the blonde hair. And um, friends, that's what was happening. Yeah. So, um, and it got a lot of attention and people were putting their theories. And because I had said at the end of my um, video, I was all like, could this be Midnight Sun? Is it the Jacob Nessie story? Is it a Leah Clearwater story? Because I knew that those three were like the main three and then people in the comments were all like i really hope it's the host which i'm so sorry host fans because i know i can imagine how you know you're hoping it's this book and then it's not and um <laughs> we're so sorry mayor <laughs> yeah, I'm so sorry mayor <laughs> um so and then um remember when i think i remember seeing that video of yours too and i remember sending it to my friend my, my friend Holly, love her so much. And I remember being like, what is this? And we were both like texting back and forth, like, what do you think this is? And then every day we would like send each other reminders like, oh, so-and-so like <laughs> this many days. And then when she finally announced it, we were like, what the heck? It was crazy. It was so crazy. And Mackie and I, cause Mackie and I had, by now we had been following each other. We were DMing like every day, just talking about Twilight. Cause Mackie was like the first Twilight buddy I had made on TikTok. And we were, that we just like talk about Twilight 24 seven. I was like, oh my God, I love this. And um, we were Snapchatting. Like we both woke up cause the countdown was gonna end at 8.30 my time. But that was like, um that was like seven or five her time six seven six her time and then you know it was like 5 a.m on the west coast and we were snapchatting back and forth and i was also kind of re recording my reaction because i just had a feeling i was like you know maybe it's midnight sun who knows and um then it was and i remember just yeah i was like oh my god it's finally here and that video, that countdown video that I made, I didn't know about this until early August that an Instagram page had, a popular Twilight Instagram page had posted my video on there. And I was like, I was like, oh my God. I was like, I was just scrolling and I see myself and I'm like. <laughs> I think it's so funny too, because um, I'd never like, you know how YouTube people do comp like TikTok compilations, right? Yeah. Well, I remember like going through them and I always thought like you've made it once you're in a Twilight TikTok compilation on YouTube. So then I like every time one pops up in my feed, I like go and then I like search for my videos. And I think I'm in like two or three and I'm just like, it makes me so happy. Like, yay, I love that. And then I'll go comment like, I'm the one who did this video. <laughs> hey, yo, that's me. Um, follow me on this. <laughs> so yeah, I think that after I, quarantine, I think really started the Twilight TikTok renaissance because like you had said that previously was happening on Tumblr and I've never really been like a big thing like I've never really like Tumblr wasn't my thing um 
Tumblr was, um, so I believe, because my friend Clarissa, shout out to Clarissa if you're listening, um, she was, she's like my one um, friend from here back at home that is also like very obsessed with Twilight. And she had told me about like, yo, the Renaissance on Tumblr is popping off right now. And I was like, what? And she's all like, yeah, like Twilight's very, there's like a very popular side of Twilight on Tumblr right now. And I was like, okay, I have to like check this out. So I made a blog and I think I, I had made a blog for a while, but I didn't actually go on there. And then I made a side blog. And then um, that's where I would go and I would follow like Twilight accounts and I would just lurk and like reblog and like and like send memes to her. And then um, then um, that's and then I started um, actually like posting like some stuff on there. I haven't I kind of like straight away from Tumblr. I've mainly been on TikTok now, but yeah, the, the Tumblr um, side was very low key. And then when it started getting more popular with like Instagram and Twitter then it was like everybody was like talking on Twilight yeah I saw, like popular like other accounts that weren't even related to Twilight were talking about it like there was um that one tweet like what is the greatest baseball movie of all time and it was that scene in Twilight <laughs> no and you know what's crazy because we haven't talked about it yet but the reason that we we're choosing Monday October 5th to uh I guess kind of air our pilot episode is because on Monday, October 5th, 2020, will be the 15 year anniversary of the release date of Twilight. I, I was six years old. <laughs> I was six. How old was I? I think you were seven. I think you're a year older than me. Yeah, I was, nine, I'm nine, I was seven. Yeah. Oh my God, 15 years. <laughs> that's crazy. So that's why we thought it was like a perfect, like we're like, this has to be the date because when we talked two weeks ago, really, it was two weeks ago, and we were like, uh, um, well, when should we do this? Should we, like, air in October? And you were like, I think the 15-year anniversary is in October. And I was like, what day is it? Like, let us, so you went and searched it up, and it was, like, October 5th. So that, we were like, that's perfect. That's, like, the perfect time to air our pilot. Oh, uh it's, it's perfect. Wow. I can't wait to see what, like, all of, um, like what Fickle Fish films and the Twilight Instagram page and Twitter. I wonder what they're going to do to celebrate. I wonder what they're going to do too. I think that I, I, I hope that for the 15 year anniversary, Stephanie gives us, I mean, she's already given us like a little hint as to what the next books will be. And I don't want to fully get into that all the way yet. Cause that's like a whole another episode, but I really hope that she kind of like drops some like clues or something. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, she's definitely been, because Stephanie is definitely that person who she's not gonna like tell anything, especially like with the release of Life and Death. Because I saw an interview um, from 2015 recently of her talking about Life and Death, and she just dropped Life and Death out of the blue for the 10th anniversary, and she didn't tell nobody. And um, so I wonder if she's gonna do the same for the 15th. And I remember, I remember reading somewhere that Stephanie had said that she's the kind of person who knows this. She has a story, like she knows the story. So all, really, all she needs to do is write it, you know. So I wonder. I, I hope. I wonder if how her writing process is in, in that case. Like, um, since if she already like has a story like in her head, like what does she? Because I'm the type of person who needs to write everything down, like a rough draft or something. Oh my gosh, yeah. I also, I wonder, um, 
Because she also, I read, I saw something that, like, she likes to write in the mornings. Like, the mornings is where she tends to, like, do her most writing, where she gets a lot of her inspiration. And that's why um, Midnight Sun, I guess, the like, the announcement for Midnight Sun was that early in the morning, was because she is a morning person. Oh, that makes sense. Because it was pretty early. It was it really early. What time was it released at your time? It was, um, so the countdown ended and crashed at around 8.30 Eastern time. Okay, so it was like 6.30 my time. Yeah, and it would have been, um, because, um, she was, because she's in Arizona. And I think also, some, that's where, um, she had said, like, when she first wrote Twilight, she, because, you know, it was, her kids were very young, and she, um, what, she woke up very early in the mornings, and so when she first woke, twi wrote Twilight, it was at, like, five, six in the morning, because, like, because um, as soon as she woke up and had that dream, she had to write it down, which I can understand, because sometimes when I have dreams, I'm like, ooh, I gotta write this down so I can remember it. Dream journals. Dream journals. I love it. Okay, so when when did you feel because I know you said that the tumblr the tumblr thing is when you really felt like the renaissance was taking up taking off so I think it's really interesting that you felt the the renaissance happening like on the like back like a year ago on tumblr and then I think that the the tiktok kind of side of uh, the renaissance is like has even I think it turned the fandom into this weird like fetishizing <laughs> Because, um, the, like, I first started seeing, like, the Tumblr renaissance, I think it was 2017, 18 is when, like, it started kind of, it was very low-key, not a lot of, oh, God, my moonstone ring, um, <laughs> um it was very low-key, it was just, it was just memes, it was just, like, memes, blurbs, headcanons, and then, um, and then I got, I like, cause I was like seen and I would send, but then um, it really like started getting more popular and I saw way more blogs and a lot of it all the time on Tumblr around end of 2018 to 2019. And that's in summer of 2019 is when like I started actually posting on there a lot. And um, there's already like, there wasn't a lot, but there was a bunch of, you know, Instagram and Twitters that were Twilight, but they weren't like big yet but then so like the renaissance was very low-key and then when quarantine happened this year it was just everywhere and then of course with um tiktok and i think also it's really cool to see with tiktok because um it's definitely a different environment between how the twilight renaissance was on tumblr to how it is here because it's like it's so fun seeing how creative people can get like with an audio and make like a whole sketch because on Tumblr, you know, you can make like, you can make memes, you can make edits, you can make collages, you can make like head cannon blurbs and imagines, but um, it just, and also then as soon as Midnight Sun was released, it just exploded. Yeah, and that's what I was going to say. I feel like after Midnight Sun had released the, I, I feel like if we're talking like a roller coaster, right? <laughs> all this, like, all this is leading up and I feel like Midnight Sun was like the the accelerator to it like the release of it and then but I was actually going to ask uh what do you think what at what point in the renaissance do you think we're at like because I we're at the point already where people are fetishizing characters like Charlie Swan 
and oh. uncomfortable. I mean, I sim for Charlie every single day, but I don't want to realize that. <laughs> yeah, so, okay. It was already kind of like that on Tumblr, fetishizing kind of and like simping to the max. It was like that on Tumblr. I'm not going to lie. I was <laughs> with um, Dimitri because in my Valtori babes, love them. And, um, but um, the way I think the Renaissance now, especially with TikTok and with it's, I think we're at like a max point right now because we were trending on Twitter. Like Stephanie Meyer was trending, Twilight was trending, and Midnight Sun was trending all at the same time during the release of Midnight Sun. We were on Good Morning America. It was like on every like big news station. I definitely, um, especially with the wave of new um, like bands. That's another thing. I think it's also a different environment, especially from years ago, because you have people who, you know, are in middle school and high school now who are just discovering Twilight. Maybe like their mom or like their older sister or brother were, were into it and now they're into it. And, you know, technology, social media, it's different. So it's so interesting to see the fandom from back then Fandom now, and I know we—that's one of the topics that we wanted to discuss. But I guess if we lightly touch on that, it's like there are, like I guess our version when we like growing up, because we're still kind of like in the young portion of the fandom. But every like the and the people who were like teenagers then kind of um, had this different fandom happening than they do now. Because I feel like right now it's more like meme driven. It's very which is like funny. It's like amazing. I love it so much. But I know there's like this one TikTok account and they just get like funny videos. Like I can't even describe it, but they just get a funny video and then they like, they like caption it like Bella when Edward blah, 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 or something. And they're the funniest videos. But I think it's so interesting that that is like the fandom now. It's these like meme driven content. Is that, yeah, it's meme driven. And it's also the fandom now, especially like our kind of, um, Eric, because it's like, we were babies yeah. 15 years ago, 15, 10 years ago. And now um, we're, we grew up with technology, the world of meme culture and all that. We're also, we're also like that type of fandom where we, you know, change original canon to fit like certain things. And yeah. I think, and so that's another with like with the meme, it's like also with the switching up the canon a bit. Yeah, because... I think, well, because we're Gen Z, technically, right? But we're kind of like what they call, like, I like to see myself as the millennial. Oh, yeah. I, I see myself with both. So um, so that's that's where I think, like, I can relate to the older generation of the Twilight fans, but then I can also, like, see myself with the, the newer generation growing up. And it's so funny because... Um, my students know about my TikTok and whatnot. And then I remember, I don't even know what happened, but um, I think I had like, they were working independently and I had like my phone, my mic was on and I was like playing a TikTok. And then my, one of my students unmuted himself and goes, Miss, I just wanted to let you know, my mom follows you on TikTok. She really likes Twilight. Oh. <laughs> I love that. So that's why, that's why it's so interesting because I, we can relate to the moms and the <laughs> and the sisters, but then also the newer. And like that's another thing is how um, 
like with relate and also with like how you mentioned that um his mom follows you the fact that we're kind of known in the fandom of liking twilight is just so i can't even describe like it makes me laugh when i think about it because i'm like i'm literally known for my love of twilight in this fandom like because i can't stop talking about it <laughs> really excited to go to because i've been noticed noticed in public once um kind of like two times but the other one was not like very a good experience i don't even want to get into it but i've been noticed one time in a very positive way and it was like really funny and then um but then I'm really excited to see whenever we go to Forks next year, how that like little dynamic is going to be, because it's going to be a group of us Twi talkers, right? Yes. And, um, and I think that most of us are pretty known in the Twi talker community. So it's going to be very interesting to see how that goes. <laughs> like Mayor Jazz, Kenzie and I, we were invited to the Ladies About Esme um live stream for the fan gathering virtual event during the what would have been the forever twilight enforce event and we had gotten invited for the social media panel to talk about like our experiences in the phantom and how we have been involved with the phantom through social media and also we got invited to also do the like tag alongs with the commentary like we would watch um we watch the movies and we do commentary and I had gotten recognized on there. Um, someone had recognized me. They're like, oh my God, I recognize that girl from TikTok. But there were four other TikTokers in there. So I was all like, I was like, it's it's probably Mare. Cause Mare's video was like, you know, her most recent video had like exploded with her um, reading Twilight and Midnight Sun at the same time. And so it was in the comment section that someone said, I reckon, I was like, I know that girl from TikTok. Hey girl, I love your account. And then um, they didn't say who they were talking about. And then, um, so we were all playfully saying to each other like, no, no, it's you, it's you they're talking about. And then um, the girl had said, um, no, I, I recognize Re. I recognize that blue hair anywhere. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, oh my god, the fact that my hair is what is the reason. Speaking of your blue hair, I kind of matched my background to match your hair. Oh my god, I love it. Okay, I'm now noticing it. That looks so cool. Yeah, so this is this is my permanent my permanent background, I guess you can say. Um, I do want to add like a little like board here. If you guys are wondering what we're talking about, you should totally go check out our YouTube channel, uh, which I guess kind of leads me to my part, my segment of this podcast. We each have our own segments and mine is called Raven's Recommendations, where uh, I recommend anything to you guys that I think that you guys uh, would enjoy. And I think that this week, my recommendation is going to be a shameless plug to go follow our Instagram and check out our podcast on Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, everything. <laughs> we are in the process of working on getting onto Apple Podcasts. Yes, we have to kind of be a little bit more established in that sense for Apple Podcasts. But we're also going to be on Anchor because our, our podcast will also get uploaded to Anchor. Just go to our Instagram and our Instagram and our bio. There's a flow page that we so kindly set up and it looks so good. And if you go in there, it'll have all of the links to everything and even links to our um, social medias like our TikToks, our Twitters, our Instagrams. So go and check that out. That is my recommendation for this week. I love it. Yes. Okay. Okay. Excited to see your, your next recommendations. I don't know what it's going to be. I was like, should it be food? You guys let me know <laughs> what you guys want to um, 
want me to recommend and what like genre and I'll totally go for that. You can make um, one day, you can make mushroom ravioli for dinner and then tell us what you think. I would, but I hate mushroom. Does that <laughs> me? I, I understand. I, I'm not a big mushroom fan either, but I want to try mushroom ravioli, but I don't like mushrooms. Try <laughs> mushroom ravioli. That's like totally on my bucket list, right? But it's just, I don't like mushrooms. I don't like the texture of it. I, I think that's the, it. I don't think it's the taste because they don't really taste like anything, but it's the texture that bothers me. Sure. I lather it in like garlic salt and pepper whenever I, because I like to, I do like mushrooms whenever I make like a uh, egg Florentine. So it's like um, spinach, sauteed mushrooms with garlic and garlic um, powder and pepper. And then I add an egg and like scramble it. Mm -hmm really good with toast and that's the only time I really ever eat mushrooms <laughs> I'll be okay you know yeah we'll have to we'll have to see about the mushroom Mario. <laughs> um okay so I guess we'll get into our next topic which is part one this is a big topic but I feel like we should we should get this off right off the bat for the first episode so everyone can be clear of our stance on this topic is the team Edward team Jacob <laughs> would you like to go first or me you can go first. Okay, everyone, I am Team Edward. <laughs> I am Team Edward. Now, honestly, we're not. If we're not. If we're going away from Team Edward, Jacob, I'm Team Alice. But between those two, I am Team Edward. Um, Jacob, I like him in Twilight and New Moon. Love the friendship between him and Bella. But once it hits Eclipse, no. Edward, 100%. Yeah, I am Team Jacob. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I literally was not expecting that. Bomb on everyone. I was lying this whole time. No, I am 100% Team Edward. Um, like Re, I like Jacob in Twilight and part of New Moon. Um, I think, like, after he cuts his hair, I'm like, eh, I don't like it. Um, so I like him in, I like him in Twilight and new moon uh part of it but then um i can kind of i there's a lot to unpack here right we're not even gonna get into the jacob and nessie um part of this because that's like a whole nother thing if we're talking about that that's like that will take us like probably two hours and we're not we're not going to get into that yet um but if we're talking between the little love triangle that they had going on up until eclipse right like the end of eclipse i think that he there was moments that he got the short end of the stick but that does not excuse his actions that he took in certain parts of the books and movies yeah so that is that is what that i have i my dad is team jacob which is i hate it um i low-key think that he does it to get under my skin like he's like I'm Team Jacob, and he's and he does it so because he knows I get, I get I'll get mad. But there's there's things that I wish that I, I feel like in the entire saga Jacob did get the short end of the stick in a way, but that that still does not sway me enough to be Team Jacob. Yeah, my brother also. So my brother is an interesting case. My brother was someone who you know he was on the Twilight hate train. You know. A, back in the day when I was, you know, first getting into it, when it was first being um, released. But then, um, and he had never really cared for getting into it. And then when um, 
the countdown happened, you know how Freeform was doing all of their marathons. Because, yeah. um, and like Steph Stephanie Meyer's team had reached out to a lot of like, you know, the television companies and the Twilight, like popular blogs to promote it. So they were doing a, um, they were doing a, oops, sorry, my washer. Um, they were doing a um, marathon and I, my brother, my mom and I had went up to my grandma's house because um, I live in South Carolina. They live in um, North Carolina. And we, I was like, talking about this countdown non-stop I was in the middle of finals week here I am trying to do my finals and I'm trying to watch Twilight and my brother was watching them with me like because I would just keep them on and he'd watch them with me and he first of all he was like wow that baseball scene is really good I was like right I know right and then um he really likes Emmett my brother is Emmett's number one fan and um uh, that's what I was gonna say besides uh, I forgot because you said besides like the team Edward team Jacob you're team Alice. So I, I think would be team Emmett because I think I have a soft spot for Emmett. Oh God, love him. Love him and his eggs. <laughs> and, um, so my brother, um, we were watching Twilight and it wasn't until Breaking Dawn. Like at first when I was watching um, the first three, he wasn't really paying attention as much. But then when Breaking Dawn part one came on, it was like, um, I don't know what happened, but I was out on the porch with my mom and my aunt talking and I see my brother come in and sit in the chair and he's literally watching the screen like intense. I come inside and he's like, wow, this is such a great movie. Why didn't you tell me about this? And I was like, um, I talk about this series every day. And then um, he, he was team Jacob until team, uh, until like what happened with, um, Eclipse and Breaking Dawn. Um, he like how Jacob was reacting toward Bella in um, like the first part of Breaking Dawn Part One. AJ was like, "Man, not this Team Edward all the way." Like that's where it's at. I understand now. And the thing that was making me kind of annoyed, but it was hilarious, is every time Taylor Lautner was on screen, my brother was playing the dream scene, the dream song from Shark Boy and Lava Girl. I'm okay. That's an iconic song. Okay. <laughs> Love Taylor. I, okay, I love Taylor Lautner. I I didn't. I I think that maybe after the whole Twilight thing, he was one of the ones that kind of like took off a little bit. But yeah. I really never liked any of his movies except for like Shark Boy and Lava Girl and Twilight. <laughs> I remember um, when I first saw Twilight, I was like, wait a minute, that's the kid from Shark Boy and Lava Girl, and isn't that also the dude from Cheaper by the Dozen too? Because he was at Cheaper by the Dozen, too. He was, like, Allison Stoner's, I think, like, love interest. He did the whole arm around the at the movie theaters. Okay, you want to know something super crazy? I was, uh, in the summer, I was, like, babysitting. I was, like, taking up babysitting, or during quarantine, because I was, like, super bored, and I was, like, I need something to do. So I was babysitting, and um, the lady I was babysitting for had, like, this older, her older sister was there, but she's probably, like, a teenager, and she liked Twilight. And one day her and I were watching um, Sharkboy and Lava Girl. And they were only filmed within like a year apart from each other. I, I got a comment like that because I was, um, I think it was that video. I had posted a video of my brother like playing the dream song and dancing while we were watching Breaking Dawn. And someone had commented that. I was like, really? Like, That's so weird because I feel like in that movie he looks so tiny. And he is. <laughs> And then, and then just the, the drastic change from Shark Boy and Lava Girl to that. And then his drastic change from Twilight to New Moon was even, like, huge. 
like when I go back, when I watch the series and I see after I've watched it, I compare him in Twilight to the final in Breaking Dawn. I'm like, wow. Yeah. Know that he was only like 20, like 19 or 20 during Breaking Dawn. I was like, what? Yeah, because I think when he when when he was a in the first movie, Jacob was supposed to be like what, 15, 16? Yeah, he I think I think there's like one part where um Bella is like, How old are you? Like this? And he's like, I'm actually this. And I think it was he said that he had just turned, I think, sixteen. Yeah. So I think Taylor Lautner was also around that age yeah. when, when he was playing um Jacob. So I think that that's pretty cool. Yeah, I think he was born in 92, because I know Kristen is born in 90, because she was, um, when they filmed the birthday scene in, um, when they filmed Bella's 18th birthday in New Moon, Kristen was also, had just turned 18, like, and so, um, yeah, I think Taylor was born in 92. Yeah, I think it was, I think it's super cool how in the movies, pretty much, like, everyone was close to their character's age, at least for Bella and Jacob, they were, um, I think that that was super cool. Yeah, I think the only one who wasn't, like, the only ones of the Cullens who weren't close to their age were Carlisle, and I think that was it. Or, like, Emmett. I know Nikki, like, Nikki and Ashley were about 18, 19, I think, also. They were pretty young. Yeah, I mean, if we're talking movie that happened 15, the movie came out in two, no, 2008, right? They filmed in 2007, and then in 2008 it was released. So I think I think Nikki, because Nikki know is was like she knows Catherine Hardwick. They've known each other since Nikki was um, young, and I think Nikki was 19 when she filmed um, in Twilight. And I think also I read somewhere that Nikki and Kristen had actually known each other because they worked on a movie together before that. So I think that's super cool that they had that connection. Same with, I think, Ashley and Kellen. I think Ashley and Kellen also did a movie together. I remember seeing that. I remember seeing clips and they look like babies. I I remember Jackson from Criminal Minds because I was a big Criminal Minds fan and he was on an episode of Criminal Minds. It's one of my favorite episodes too. I think, um, I, I never, maybe we can like talk about this in another episode, just like the actor's previous works before, um, their big gig right because that's like a huge thing is like everyone expected all of these people to be stars afterward but I mean they all are stars but we can talk about the the little disappointments I guess you can say yeah who's the the only one who I can think of who really like did make it big big and mainstream afterward besides like Kristen and Rob is Anna Kendrick because Pitch Perfect And, and also Loki because she, everyone's always like, we forgot that she was in Twilight. Yeah. And she was, I think, a Broadway star actually before. Like I read somewhere that Ken- Anna had been already in the industry, but she was like, I think a Broadway star. I love that for her though, because I think that she, um, not that Jessica's an underrated character, because I don't think she's a very liked character, but, yeah. but that, that's how it's like it's supposed to be. But um, she really, the, like no one would have expected for a, like a side character, whatever, to be like the one to blow up, you know? Yeah, and I'm so excited. You know, um, I think her name is Christian, Christian who played um, Angela. Mm-hmm. She is going to be playing, um, she's going to be portraying Selena in the Selena biopic on Netflix. You're kidding. That's amazing. 
is I saw on Instagram when Netflix had released that they were doing a Selena biopic. Um, I saw her and I, and I saw who was tagged. I was like, wait a minute, I recognize that name. And then I went to the profile. I was like, oh my God, that's Angela from Twilight. <laughs> and then she was also pretty big on uh, The Walking Dead. Yes. Same with um, Maggie Grace, who played Urena. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I was like into The Walking Dead like in the beginning and then I totally like lost it. My dad's like a huge fan of The Walking Dead. Oh my God. And like, so I, I, I watched The Vampire Diaries and um, Charlie, Charlie Bewley, who played Dimitri, was in, um, I believe, season four or five of Vampire Diaries. And when he came up, I was like, oh my God, Dimitri, because he's like, you know, my favorite. I was like, oh, I did not. I was like, my two worlds are colliding right now. But okay, I posted a TikTok. It was all, it was just supposed to be fun, right? Like it was nothing serious. I've had it in my drafts for like since March because I have like over 80 drafts in my, oh, in my <laughs> pile on audios and all this stuff, right? Well, I had this video where it was like um, the, this audio of the guy and he was like, this bitch walked. She strutted that runway mama so that Peppa could run, right? Um, <laughs> it's such a funny audio. And I did that with Bella, that Bella walked, and then Elena, so that Elena could run. And people came for me. I lost tons of followers because of that. I saw that. I saw that. I think I went into the comments on that, and I saw all people were like, um, Vampire Diaries, this, that, and the other. And I was like, uh, and then other people were like, um, Twilight, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, guys, it's a joke. <laughs> I talked to my husband about this the other day because he had never seen Interview with the Vampire. Wait, what? Yeah. He had never seen it before. <laughs> oh my God. So, we, we, he, he watched it, right? And then we started talking about other vampire movies like Blade and all this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, love vampires. I'm like, a, not only do I just like like Twilight, I just, I think I just like really like vampires in general. So I love all vampire movies or TV shows or anything like that. And but- that brings us to our bio, which our bio is here to divulge in all things fantasy. So you guys can look forward to us diving into the whole world of fantasy. And we may even just have an episode on strictly vampires. Yeah, because I feel like um, obviously we're going to talk about Twilight a lot. That's kind of what this like started it. So it'd be kind of like unfair to you guys to like tease you about Twilight and then never talk about it. So we are going to talk about Twilight a lot, but we also want to talk about other things. We don't want to keep it like strictly Twilight. And we'll probably dive into Harry Potter here and there, all this other stuff. So yeah. going back to what I was saying, um, is my husband was talking about how I, I told him about the video, how people like hated me for that video. They were like unfollowing me, whatever. But really, I think that even though Vampire Diaries was the book was made before Twilight, yeah, Twilight made vampires mainstream. And then my husband was like no because he was like listing all these movies and I was like no listen I feel like the blade and the resident evil and all that stuff like all those movies with vampires it it was kind of taboo in a way it really was and I mean I took a class my my sophomore year I took this intercultural studies class and my like the way my school was with this with this um class was each semester it was something different so you would take this topic and then you would dive into it within every, like all the, how it is in every culture. And I happened to take the semester where it was vampires. And so we talked about different, you know, how vampires were portrayed in different cultures and in the media. And 
even in that class, we talked about how, yeah, there were all these other vampire movies beforehand, which I read and I had to watch a lot, but Twilight was the one that, like, you know, did kind of get a lot of things popular. That and True Blood, because True Blood was also at the time that Twilight was being made. That was the popular show, not the Vampire Diaries. The True Blood was the one that was popular. True Blood is still a little bit too much for me. I've seen it, but it's like, (laughs) it's it's, it's out there. But, um, but yeah, I was telling you that, like, Twilight made vampires mainstream because if you think about it, they had these, like, Twilight had these, like, they're different vampires, right? Like, they're different than the other ones. And I feel like every kind of universe vampire is different, right? Um, but they made them more human, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, I, and I think that that kind of, like, related to people. Like, they're not these, like, well, they are these, like, magical creatures, right? But they're not, like, these evil creatures, like, in, like, Interview with a Vampire, how they're just, like, out there, like, killing people and being hunted and all this stuff, right? So I think that that, um, that, that, that was a good thing that Twilight did. It kind of made vampires more mainstream. And that's why I think people were coming for my neck because, um, because they were like, oh, like, the Vampire Diaries, blah, 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 blah. But I really do feel like if, if Twilight wasn't made, I don't think that Vampire Diaries would have had a TV show. Yeah, and because it, it was a lot of, sim- like, like yeah, the, as you said, the books were written before Twilight, the, like Vampire Diaries books, but the Twilight movie came out, like the movies were coming out right before. And I definitely also think, because I know a lot of people didn't know about, like, they didn't watch Vampire Diaries until after they saw Twilight. They may like Vampire Diaries more, but it was Twilight that made them want to look more into other, like, movies, TV shows with um, vampires. Yeah. Um, So I think we should talk about our next little topic here, is the favorite scenes in the books of Twilight and the movies. Because, um, because I have a couple, I have a couple at least for the first book, and then my favorite scenes in the movies, so we can go talk about that a little bit. So my favorite, my favorite, favorite, favorite scene in the book of all time is the blood type scene. I love that scene. Oh my gosh. I really wish that they added it into the movie, because I think we could have seen Edward in a different light, like his more of like wanting to protect her, like all the time. I think we would have seen that more and also um I wish in in the books I really love all the scenes where Edward and Bella are just sitting at the table by themselves talking yeah that that was gonna be my um pick was um I agree with blood type honestly 10 out of 10 we should have gotten that scene I really wish we got the um I really wish we got the the cafeteria scenes of them at the table. I wanted to see the scene where, like, you know, he gestures for her to come over, and then Jessica is like, does he mean you? I was like, oh my god. I think that that would have been so iconic. Like, that would have, you already know that if they did, if they added that, if, if, if Robert Pattinson, if they added that, of Robert Pattinson going, like, honestly, everyone would be, it'd be done. So, this ovaries done, everything. Like, oh. That would have been that would have been like the tip the tipping point. That and I wanted to see. Um, I kind of wish we got the scene. Their first kiss was after Bella had like ran on his back, and she was so like you know 
um, she was feeling ill and he goes, I kind of want to, he's, he looks so nervous and he's like, I kind of want to try something. And then like, we kind of got it. It was changed, but I really loved it after the meadow. I, I really wish that they added more to the meadow scene. Um, I really, I, I, there's so many things in the book that I wish that they added. Like I, I really wish that they added the whole part of her, like wanting to go to Seattle and him being like, oh, I'll take you. And then her being like, oh okay that's fine and then them just deciding not to go the scene where he cuts her off in the parking lot and she's thinking about running into the car that was i laughed so much that's honestly gosh because then tyler comes up and i wish we got that i think that edward book edward hits a little different than movie edward i love movie edward but mm -hmm. book edward is so funny he really is. He smiles way more. He laughs. He jokes. He bickers. Especially in Midnight Sun, which if you guys haven't read Midnight Sun, go do it. Because the moments with him and Emmett. Mm -hmm. That's another, like, another scene um, I also really wish kind of we got was, um, speak like, of the Cullens. I wish we got the full prom scene from the epilogue where the Cullens are on the dance floor and we see Rosalie's beautiful red dress and how nobody's like everybody's fearing going on the dance floor because they're like owning it yeah and I really I, I wish they because Jacob does show up at the at the prom but what they didn't put in from the book to the movie is when he asked Bella to dance I think oh, and he goes, you look really pretty and I'm like I think that um, they kind of, in the movies, they downplayed how much that Jacob liked her a little bit because, like, at least for the first book, right? At least for the first movie, they, like, he wasn't, like, really, like, a central part. It was just, like, he showed up, like, what, what are, like, a couple times in the movie. And yeah. in the movie, I feel like it really showed, um, like, why he liked Bella because she kind of, like, played with him a little bit at the beach. Yeah, um, you know they they had such a like a natural friendship that they could like you know it was just easy to talk to each other yeah I uh, think and then, and and then I and then I think that was just so cute in the prom and he was like can I dance like he asked her to dance and then they had their conversation while dancing I think that would have been cute or what could have been really super cool if they um if he asked her to dance well out when she was outside he was like, oh, can I have this dance or something? But that would have been so cute because so cute. Edward, Edward would have came back like, excuse me, right? My girl. Exactly. And I think that that, because even, even then Edward did come back very like, I got it from here, right? But it, I think it just would have added to like the fuel to the fire and gave us more of like this like climbing mountain instead of going from like zero to 100, like super quick. Yeah. So what's your favorite from the movie? Oh, like all of the movies okay or like just what's your favorite part from the twilight movies okay we'll go in order. Um, my favorite scene from the twilight movie okay i think the part after they have like made it official and he like picks her up in his car and the first time they're seen out and angela's there with her camera and she turns she goes oh my god uh, and then Spotlight immediately starts playing in the background. <laughs> and then she's like, everyone's staring. And he goes, not everyone. He's not. Never mind. He just looked. <laughs> I love that one. Or the um, or um, the lion fell in love with the lamb. That scene. I really like 
that like just that that little part because I feel like it's really intimate and like cute and I, I love that oh my gosh yes what about you in the movie um sorry I got distracted because my brother's trying to FaceTime me but I'll <laughs> him back um I have two so first is the baseball scene um especially with Alice with that leg kick oh my god iconic and then the second one is okay so although I kind of wish that because you know the greenhouse field trip didn't happen in the book and although I kind of wish maybe we could have gotten Alice's backstory instead of that I did like the one part in that scene a lot where um Edward's, you know, listening in, and then um, he goes, what's in Jacksonville? And she's all like, how do you, she's like, um, how do you know about that? And he's like, you didn't answer my question. And she's like, well, you don't even answer any of mine. Plus, you don't even say hi. And then he's like, hi. And it was so funny. I don't know why. I love that, that whole, like, interaction, because I'm like, okay, this is what I wanted more, were these little playful interactions that I don't think the movie really got all of them. Mm-hmm. So... You know what I also wish that they added from the book to the movie? Um, the part where um, it shows them at the hotel and um, like Alice, Alice Jasper and, and Bella, because there was like way more to that in the book than the movie. Obviously, they have to like cut things down because of like. Yeah, budget, time, because I really wish we got the part with her reaction when she sees her mom's like house, the sketch. And then Alice like runs to the phone and that would have been so intense. It would have been really, it would have been really intense. And I wonder also um, what, uh, there was a part in my head and I totally forgot what they at, like what, it was part in the movie, you know, it was in the book. Oh, the, the full hospital scene. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> I, I was just like, so, so like they, they had this like little flirty banter in a way she was all pissed at him, and then he was like, what's going on? I, I really wish we got, like, the full, the full, the entire um, hospital scene. Oh, my gosh. Yes. <sighs> so many good moments. So many good. And I think with that, we can kind of segue a little bit into your, um, uh, into your segment, and then, and then the closing. Oh, no. It's- Hello, everyone. <laughs> um, welcome to Ree's Weekly Read. I'm, I'm Ree, your host for this segment. <laughs> Um, so this segment, basically what it entails is if you follow me on TikTok, then you might know that I like books. I like reading. I recently, especially with quarantine, have gotten really back into reading and bought a lot of books. Recently acquired the entire Twilight Saga minus Brie Tanner, which I need to get. But I've also, you know, divulged in other sagas and series that I hadn't read before that, um, or have been rereading series. So With that, the book I have, and if you are listening in on Spotify, SoundCloud, or Anchor, if you head on over to the YouTube channel, you can see what I'm holding up. I'm holding up this book, and it's called Hush Hush by Becca Fitzpatrick. And this, even though we've been talking about vampires all all this episode, this is about angels. So fallen angels. And um, this, the Hush Hush saga, if you've heard of it, um, there's four in the saga. I have the first one with me. I'm in the middle of reading the third one, Silence, which I started right la- I, I started it shortly after Midnight Sun, but I never, I, I still have to finish it. 
And, but the reason why I'm showing the first book is because um, it was announced, I believe, in August that Hush Hush will be getting a movie. So they are in production. And so if you guys haven't checked it out and are interested, um, I really, I read this book in like one day. I was very surprised how um, easy of a page turner it was. And um it, I, I definitely, uh, I'm not going to give it a 10 out of 10 because that I feel like certain books deserve that, but I'm going to give this like a eight and a half out of 10 because it was, it was very good and kept me invested wanting to know what happened. And I am a sucker for patch, <laughs> uh, but it's about, um, fallen angels. It's like a sacred oath, a fallen angel, a forbidden love. So take what you want with that. It's very, you know, you know kind of steamy Bruce did you see because but yeah so there's four in the saga so definitely I would check it out especially if you're interested in seeing the movie which I'm excited for I love that you said that it's like a page turner because I feel like um okay so don't hate like anyone who's watching don't judge me but I'm not 100% done with Midnight Song I'm like oh I'm like a little bit over halfway but the thing with it is because I feel like I have I read a couple chapters and then I feel like I need to take a break I feel yeah. like I feel like I just need like a pause from it for a little bit like just to take in everything also because I like reading it and kind of like going back and kind of like analyzing what like the parts in Twilight like what I'm missing like oh so when this was happening here he was off doing this and I, I really like doing that so I, I like that you said it's a page turner. I, I'm probably gonna go to Barnes and Noble and get it yes oh my gosh it's definitely um cut like it's about just under what Twilight was. It's about 380 something pages. Cause I think Twilight was like 400 something. But um, yeah, it's very, it's very interesting. Cause it's like, um, with, especially going in from vampires to fallen angels. Um, it was, there's no love. There's not really a love triangle, but it's still kind of like, there's like a, I can't, it's not a love triangle, but there's like, it's weird. So it's a, it's a situation ship. It's a, yes. And, um, one of my favorite characters is the best friend V. She's so funny. Like the main character's name is Nora. She's the main protagonist. And then Patch is, um, like this mysterious boy who just transferred to, um, the school. And then V is her best friend and is kind of the com comedic relief. And, um, it's it's very interesting it just it definitely has some plot twists like when I got to the end of it I was like oh my god love that okay well I guess that that wraps up our first episode also <laughs> I want to say before we go we're matching we are oh my gosh yes we're both wearing black and white basically <laughs> check it out on YouTube see how we're matching um so tune in in two weeks um on october the uh, 19th uh for our halloween special we are both dressing up we're gonna do some pumpkin carving so if you want to listen in that's totally cool you can just listen in and hear our shenanigans there but if you want to see what our costumes are and see the, our final results for our pumpkin carving you can go check out our youtube the bite podcast with raven and re uh, if you're having trouble finding the youtube you can always go to our um, Instagram at the by podcast RR and go to our flow page. Everything will be on there. Um, I'm so excited. <laughs> I was like, wow, 
right. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thanks for tuning in.